Quick shout out from our sponsor, Sheer ID. Are you trying to boost conversions to your Shopify store? Need to drive more customer loyalty? Get results fast by offering exclusive discounts to consumer communities with Sheer ID. Sheer ID helps verify students, teachers, military, first responders, and so much more of these groups. With Sheer ID, you'll get a verified match in seconds, and you can spit out an exclusive discount for customers on the spot. Try speaking directly to a new customer segment with this verifiable identity without adding friction to the shopping experience. Continue to drive incremental revenue in the next 90 days post-purchase with more tailored messaging for your email and SMS campaigns. I personally tested ShareID to see just how easy it was to get set up, and I was pretty much ready to go in under 15 minutes. The onboarding was simple enough for me to follow as a non-technical person. Go to sheerid.com slash Shopify and start your free trial today. Once again, that's sheerid.com slash Shopify and start your free trial today. That's uh, great stuff. We both tried it. We both Dude, like it. it. Honestly, and... God, I've been drinking nothing else for three months. I you know, I think in like February, I tweeted saying I was having issues with caffeine. And I was just like a jittery mess. And Greg replied to me like, well, just try this. If it's no good, I'll refund you. Uh, honestly, I haven't stopped since. It's fantastic. I love it. Go to nowave.co and use pod 10 for 10% off your order. That is N-O-O-Wave.co and use code pod 10 for 10% off your entire order. Hello and welcome to the Brand Builders Podcast. We have Tom Brown and myself, Matt Lady, as your co-hosts. Each week we'll have a catch-up, open forum discussion about how our businesses, careers, and the D2C land are going. What's on our minds, what we're struggling with. What's working? What's not? We're just trying to be uh, open, transparent, casual, and uh, hopefully a little bit entertaining. Tom, we're 81 days out as a reminder from Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Uh, it's getting there. We're coming along. We're coming down the pipe. It's uh, it's a little crazy. How, how are things going, though? So you, you talk about being entertaining. I'm still petrified. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, one, episode, one episode at a time. One episode at a time. I think, I think some of our stuff is just funny or just casual or uh, smiley or whatever, just naturally. So don't worry about it. Just be you, man. All good. No, honestly, man. Black, Black Friday, honestly, I, at the moment, I feel weirdly calm. Um, inventory is kind of all in check. I didn't expect the factories actually to go as quick as they did, and they were really, really quick. Um, stuff is actually in transit currently, which is great. Should be the next couple of days, so that's super quick. Um, yeah, you just yeah. ordered it like two weeks ago. I know. Like normally, this like, lead time on that stuff is like four or five weeks. Maybe up to even like six if they're busy. Which I, I don't know. It was equally kind of speaking volumes for me. Of like the factory is quiet. UPS is not that busy. Um, yeah, which uh, was both good and bad. Nice to know that maybe stuff is like figuring its way out post COVID. Equally a little alarming that, like, I mean, the factory actually dropped minimums on a couple of units for me because they were like, we have enough stock to just get on and run. So, huh. Interesting. <laughs> oh, that is interesting. That's a, that's an interesting little point there, Nugget. So uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Out on that, we'll see how things go and where the economy and trends and conversations we have with other people um, in between episodes and sh keep sharing when that stuff comes up. So um, back to you on a couple updates. Any, any update? It's been, it's been two weeks since we last talked about selling the brand and uh -huh. about that. So anything, anything there, any 
more progress, any conversations, any additional thoughts since we last spoke? A few more. There was there was an offer I actually got put forward last week. I must admit, I declined it. I, I felt it was a little too low. It wasn't exactly what I was looking for. And given that, to be honest, I'm not in a mad rush to sell it, I was kind of in a nice, fortunate position to say no. <laughs> um, okay. Someone actually said to me, like, it was a really good point of like, I'm going to butcher this. It's basically along the lines of like, imagine you're the hot girl at the party. Like, make everyone else work for you. <laughs> don't like, don't just sell to the first person that comes along. Like, don't just go on the first date that someone introduces you to. And like, wait, be patient. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, man. Yeah, change the footing, which I, that kind of stuck in my head. I'm like, that's, that's a good idea. Like, I'm going to let a few people kind of entertain and try and put some different offers on the table and see where you get to. Yeah, that's great, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's honest, like, it's a good analogy. It's great. Yeah. I'll be honest, on like, the flip side, I mean, we've had a phenomenal, actually, last two weeks. Um, I can't honestly pin anything to it. Facebook performance has been really good. Google Ads performance has been really good. We've had a bunch of like product seeding that's going really well. Um, and in, in that way, I'm kind of stepping back. of like, well, this is quite a nice cash flow in business. Like, if I don't get a yeah. offer, like, I'll just keep it. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was getting to. And I'm glad you mentioned that performance is like trending up and it's going great. And so uh, cool. I'm just going to keep making money and cash in some of this. And then the offers will, should only get better. Yeah. And uh, it'll only be a higher amount later on exactly. uh, as you go here. So that's kind of the way I'm looking that's at great. it. So the goal yeah. was always to kind of sell it in like January, 2023, you know, get through Q4, make it as attractive as possible. And then yeah, flip it in the new year. So frankly, like if, if I'm still on that, kind of path that's absolutely fine awesome man cool yeah. well that's great uh we'll, we'll check back in um on that in a couple weeks and just keep doing little check-ins there um unless something big comes up but that's all great to hear and then uh <laughs> you dropped this bomb on me uh, a little bit of news yeah, so a little bit of a little bit of personal news from Tom uh, before he starts this big long thread on Twitter. Personal news: uh, Tom has an announcement for everyone. I do. So I actually got approached by the guys at Hutch, which is a three PL in the UK, um, ship globally, obviously predominantly in the UK, but all over Europe, all over the US, Australia, I mean, every corner of the globe. Hutch have actually been fulfilling for one of my brands for the last really like twelve months at this point, maybe a little bit longer. And their CEO, Sate, approached me probably about two weeks ago, um, saying he basically he had a job. He kind of thought it sounded like me. And would I be interested in talking maybe a little bit more? So we had a phone call. And then I went up to London. Yeah, it must have been about two weeks ago. And we sat down for about four hours and kind of just went through the entire business and what they were looking to achieve. And so I must admit, yeah, I, I jumped at it. There was an opportunity to become head of growth for Hutch. So as of tomorrow, which will be... Tuesday the 6th of September will be my first day of formal employment in nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, first of all, congrats. You told me about that meeting. You told me how it went. And then you're like, yep, I'm starting tomorrow. I was like, whoa, that happened yeah. fast. Um, I'm excited. I'm also like, like secondhand nervous and scared for you. A little bit because you just said that first employment, real employment in nine years. <laughs> it must be just a little, a little like change of pace in life. A little different, like just, oh, I have a team and boss and like these other people. And it's not just like, oh, I can do whatever I want, whenever kind of thing. So, like, how are you trying to, um, what are, are you scared? Are you worried about it? Like, I don't know, scared is the right word. And like, how are you approaching that return to a job? 
Honestly, I'm I'm weirdly excited about it. Genuinely, um, I like I I have I've worked with Hutch really intimately over the last say twelve months. Um, I I love the team, which you know I, if you follow me on Twitter or look to to Facebook groups or anything like that, if anyone's ever asked for like a three pill in the UK, I will like shout from the rooftops about Hutch. They have done such a phenomenal job with the brand that I gave them. Um, I honestly I am so excited to start because like I they're in such a great position. And I probably don't go into numbers too much, but the position they're yeah. at, like, they've got a really solid foundation. They're at a very profitable, good run rate, um, well-established, have spent such an obsessive amount of time just getting the product right and just growing very slowly through word of mouth. And it's really at a point where like the back end is phenomenal. The actual physical operation is out of this world. <laughs> and it's it's kind of just sitting there like waiting for someone to just crank it up and just go and bring more people into it. And like that's kind of the part I feel like they're missing. You know, they've got a phenomenal logistical fulfillment founder in Sate. They've got Ben, who has done such a phenomenal job on just the back end of actually building out the, the operation and the digital side of it. And yeah, they are, they are just looking for someone to take that digital aspect and just drive it home and get more DTC brands into it. I and love how you yeah, keep going. No, I was going to say that there's such like a, the UK is very different in the way. Like there aren't that many 3PLs and the ones that do exist haven't really updated themselves in like 20 years. It's still like the same infrastructure from like early mm. web 1.0. They've not done a great job of keeping up, which, wow. yeah, <laughs> it's interesting looking at the competition of like, huh, there is a really good opportunity here to just, I think, go hard and fast and grow this. Like thing. take over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I love how you mentioned that you've already been, you know, advocating for them. You're like, yeah. hey, I've been a customer. I've been sharing and talking with other people. Like, I can make an intro to the founder for you. Like, just, you know, starting to do that part of the job already. Yeah. And like, now you're like, oh, come keep doing that part and we'll pay you. You'll have a consistent salary. <laughs> You'll probably have some like benefits and upside and some things depending on how you perform in terms of leads and sales and volume and all that too so uh, yeah man what but like what were you looking for a job what was this just a really good opportunity and you're like it's been nine years i kind of want to change like what what tell me a little bit more about how you're thinking about all this i mean there was there was kind of two parts of it i mean obviously like i've been running my own brands for let's say like almost yeah nine years at this point and yeah it's, as much as like that's fun and i have like full control this there's, there's definitely days where like i would Save the opportunity to work with someone that's like on an even keel of like just bouncing ideas off and actually just getting like honest feedback and not being from like employees who are just trying to keep me happy. But like, you know, and I've always tried to like build that culture of like, if, if things are going wrong, I would way rather you just tell me the truth. Like, you're not going to get in trouble. You're not going to get fired. Like, just give it to me. But yeah. like, it's, it's easier said than done. Whereas, yeah, I mean, I was, I was kind of looking of like, you know, I either go, either go and raise some money or either like sell this brand and go and look at launching something else and start from scratch or maybe go and buy something and bring in a team i'm like i don't know i'm selfishly i'm kind of at a point where i want to go and join like a rocket ship <laughs> in a weird way or something that you know even if it's not like i don't know zero hundred million maybe um but something where i can go and work with a team of individuals that are driven that really care about like the mission that they're on and where i really feel like i can add something really contribute to that effort and like you say, you know, it comes with a solid paycheck. It comes with a host of benefits. It comes with a very decent compensation package. Um, and selfishly, I mean, yeah, it, it gives me room to talk to more people, kind of do what I'm doing already, which is a lot of like consulting and advising. So I get to do that already in helping brands like come on to work with Hutch and become part of that 3PL. Like 
I come from a position of actually understanding what it's like to be a merchant in the UK, fulfilling product. You know, I've packed my own orders. I know it sucks. <laughs> I've run into all the headaches that I, I know that their folks are running into. So I, immediately, I feel like I can resolve that for them and bring them into a system that, that works for them. And yeah, selfishly, like I think it gives me the opportunity to go out and continue learning in like a very different world. You know, I've always been yep. very much B2C, uh, yeah, direct consumer. Whereas this will be very much B2B, working with merchants, which I've done some of, but yeah, this will this will definitely be a learning opportunity for me. Yeah, and it's a different kind of learning opportunity. Uh, I love to just recap that you said that you wanted to be around other smart, capable, like driven people. It's um, It's been a while, you're already like, uh, been recommending Hutch, you've been already like advocating for them. So it's just like, cool, this is an opportunity to build something bigger than myself is like the quote that came to mind for me. And these brands that you've built over the last years have been great and they've gone to millions in revenue, but this this seems like it couldn't be, that's a whole nother level, like yeah, beyond that. And so you have the team, it's like you're selling the service that you still believe in and you've tested and you did on a, as a customer with no intention to try to join as head of growth now. No, So, no. yeah. No, which has been- I think it's really interesting. Phenomenal. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Yeah. I, I think equal on the flip side, like, I mean, I'm in a very privileged position where like the brands are running at the moment. Honestly, don't take more than like 30 minutes a day to operate. And that's, I'll be honest, that's, I'm stupidly fortunate to be in that position. You know, so much of my time over the last few months has been on consulting and advising. And, you know, I've now got, I've, I've had the same phone call, you know, four five, 600 times. I'll be honest. It's, it's typically like the same things that are coming up, which is why I like, I went away and created the course and, you know, documented everything last year around building the latest brand. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, to try and answer some of those questions of like, rather than like telling you, like, let me just show you. I feel like that's kind of got to that point where like that's productized and it's kind of, here's the box. Like if, if that's where you are, like, this is the solution. Don't like spend 10, 20 hours on a phone to me, like, just go through this. I've documented absolutely everything that I think I could help you do. And, you know, yep. I'll try and keep that updated over time. But yeah, like, actually day-to-day -day running and operating the brands, say, I mean, I'm very fortunate that it's not taking much of my time, which does, it opens me up to go and force myself to, to figure something else out. And yeah, I think come from a position where I really can just add some value, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I know. You absolutely seem like a great fit for this. You, you've mentioned over the years that you've been in the Facebook groups, you've been doing free consulting, you've been doing paid advisory, the courses, the private group, now the show, you're on Twitter, like you're you're in the you're in the ecosystem, you're in the community, like you're well connected, you you understand the problems, like uh, especially again, I think the main point is like you've were a customer for a year <laughs> and then now you're joining the team and you like you can market and sell something that you so firmly believe in yeah. and i think that's like i think that's incredibly underrated <laughs> and not talked about enough of like a lot of marketers on twitter linkedin facebook groups anywhere always i think try to funnily enough over attribute uh, a business's success to the marketing and advertising but yeah. fail to just, hey, the product is really damn good. It works. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's amazing. There's all these case studies or there's all these testimonials. We have repeat customers. We have brand evangelists. Like, that's you. But now you're getting to be a paid brand evangelist and you're going to have a bunch of other initiatives and um, like systems to build and content to create and all that stuff. So I think um, 
I think you knowing that the product is so good uh, is really is really neat to hear and is something I've been trying to think about during my uh, head of growth uh, exploration as well. So yeah, um, yeah, man. Thanks for sharing that and the no, good stuff. Um, and keep uh, keep us posted on how much you can uh, share or not. Uh, we'll we'll keep checking in on that. Um, and then um, yes, and then we will we'll keep going on that one. Uh, next up, last week, uh, at, as of this recording, you did a little meetup in, I believe, London, and mm-hmm. you got a dozen people or so together. There was uh, yeah, 10 of us in the end. 10, yep. So uh, you kind of wanted to talk a little bit about how that went, some of the topics that came up, and um, some of the things that came out of that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, by and large, it was a lot of just, it was, it was a lot of just getting to know each other. I think, like, I had in person actually met maybe two of the people there so i just put this out on twitter um it was caleb from haven athletic was flying in i think he was already in europe he was in spain ibiza something like that he flew into london he was there for like 24 hours so i was just figuring you know great opportunity to just meet up he was kind of the same mind of like you know been talking on twitter for months like let's, let's actually meet <laughs> um so yeah i put it out of like well let's if we do it we might as well get a few other people together so yeah put it on twitter DMs kind of lit up within minutes, which was great fun. Yeah, 10 people managed to make it at like two days notice. Um, and yeah, somehow we managed to, well, I, I managed to, I'll be honest, I'm going to take this one. Um, managed to book a place called Radio Rooftop, which was a cracking little view over the city on both sides. That was tremendous. Like storms nice. got off in the background. It was, that was great. Um, but yeah, by and large, it was, you know, going over a lot of like the, the pains, the struggles, the obstacles that so many of us have run into, particularly in the last 12 months with, you know, with Facebook and trying to figure out like other channels. And the, one of the, like my biggest takeaways, I mean, we covered a lot, we were together for like three, four hours. Um, but one of the biggest takeaways I had is like the way people are now starting to approach TikTok. And, you know, these are guys that have been spending fairly healthy amounts of money on TikTok or have been trying to work with creators and done a lot of like influencer and seeding content and paying for posts. And their biggest takeaway is like, they are not really using TikTok as like a brand channel. They're using it more as like telling the story of the founders with really just like a, a focus on growing awareness of the brand. And it's, it was interesting. Like one of the guys there, and I, I won't name him at this point. I'll, I'll kind of ask his permission. He's happy me to talk about it, but they actually went and bought a billboard for like three grand for a month in London. And it was exactly the same sort of thing. Like they just wanted to see like how much of brand awareness that we're all trying to do online how much of that like because three grand to get in front of literally thousands of people every day on this billboard it honestly it seemed like a very net positive for them looking at the revenue and looking at, like what happened and how much sort of exposure that billboard got them in the press in again in people's posts and people just like seeing this thing in the heart of london was a very clear roi on that which yeah i think has just driven them even more like okay let's stop just running like performance funnels on tiktok and let's actually just treat it as an awareness channel Fascinating. So unless, unless this is uh, my product, this is why it's so amazing. Here's uh, TikTok made me buy it. I'm so obsessed with this product. All that stuff where, uh, you know, kind of, kind of done with, played out, kind of, you know, it sometimes it works, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. People kind of like, okay, I'm kind of over this, like scroll, 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 mm-hmm. pass. But if that genuine human connection, that telling the story, um, founder first and like not just try to sell you on something 
And yeah. I think that's really neat to hear from the, that TikTok perspective. The billboard, Tom, you're telling me that we could spend advertising on things that aren't Facebook and you Google? can that don't have attribution. What? <laughs> what? No, but Tom, Tom, I'm, I'm losing my mind here. I, I can't attribute. I can't attribute it. What? Oh. But uh, so <laughs> there's like you, this thing, you things you mentioned the the, the PR. Like the the press stuff, the organic social posts, the tags. Um, uh, is there any other way? They don't have a retail store in London or anything, right? No, it's like all oh, just it's just a website. So, so were they spending similarly on other channels uh, yeah, in the month before, and then during that month, and then they saw a clear like yes. lift in revenue too, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so That's... I think like that was the only real variable that month, and that was really the biggest thing that they could attribute to. I think. Yeah. The the only I would say like attribute that they had back to that billboard, there was a discount code on it, but mm. honestly, I I don't know that that many people use it, but there was just such a lift in awareness, and yeah, just so many photographs that were coming up across Instagram, across TikTok, across Facebook, across yeah. actually LinkedIn, performed really well for them. Um, Again, they just they put up a post that was just documenting like their story. You know, I've been around for eighteen months. We've just done this. Here's like what we're doing. Here's the next steps, and just documenting their story, who the founders were, what they were up to, why this brand exists. That I honestly I don't even know. I mean, like hundreds of thousands of impressions. Just that LinkedIn post got. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, so uh, go meet up with people in person, make connections, yeah. talk to people that like you know that are in the similar space, and then talk about like what people aren't doing yeah. and don't always just follow the crowd. And so this is like this organic stuff has been like been yelled into our ears and into our faces for like a decade now by like mm. people like Gary V, but like, it's still, it just, the channel changes every couple of years yeah. of what yeah. is under underrated and has like a lot of reach possibility. Cause there's so yeah. many people consuming, not enough people creating. So you're getting think like you're getting hundreds of thousands of views or impressions uh, like for free. You're mm -hmm. spending some time to make it, but you're not putting any money behind it. No. That's that's nuts. That's crazy. Um, so, and in theory, it's some of those people are your right fit people, either to follow you for the brand or to follow you as the founder. Mm. Like these are these aren't just total random people. It's not. Uh, with TikTok, uh, more so LinkedIn, it's less uh, reels. I think reels are like the short, the short form video views and YouTube shorts and TikTok. Sometimes those can be like crazy and like inflated and like maybe not necessarily the best viewers. But for a LinkedIn post, uh, I think that's you know a little more targeted or more accurate, so to speak. So mm. I think it's really neat. A quick reminder from our sponsor, ShareID. Find your next lifetime customers by providing verified discount codes based on occupation or life stage. Speak directly to veterans, students, teachers, first responders, and continue to tailor your messaging to them in the future with post-purchase emails and text messages. Make them feel seen with your brand by using ShareID to seamlessly verify their email in seconds during the purchase process. Go to shareid.com Shopify and start your free trial today. A quick note from our sponsor, just a little reminder that No Wave is the coffee for creativity, which us D2C folks need plenty of. Their signature flow state coffee is organic ground coffee with L-theanine. This is shown to help lower anxiety, 
improve brain function, and sharpen your focus. Tom and I have both tried it and have made it our coffee of choice when cranking on ad accounts and planning for big events like Black Friday. It's the perfect way to kickstart your workday, whether you're at the office or working from home. Go to nowave.co and use pod 10 for 10% off your order. That is N-O-O-Wave.co and use code pod 10 for 10% off your entire order. Yeah. Any, any Anything else from that meetup, uh, personal branding and experiences that you wanted I'm, to touch on? I'm just going to say like that you, you kind of touched on it a second ago, like the, the actual in real life, like meeting people, it's this, there is so much to be taken from it. It is tough. Like the fact that I, the amount of people I've met in the last couple of years off this little blue bird app, Twitter is insane. That are so giving of the time. I'm like, just, they just want to help other people. Like literally, you know, we sat for like three or four hours and it was just like bouncing ideas off of like, we tried this, this is what the result was. Here's how we think we could apply it to your business. And like, this might work and try this and do this and do that. And then just like every aspect of sort of DDC that you could imagine, anything from like manufacturing to design, to packaging, to shipping, to yeah, overcoming like everything with iOS or so trying to like what people are seeing perform digitally and not digitally <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, just everything like there is honest to god there's there is so much value that you can get out of that just four hours of bouncing some ideas around real people in the trenches with you versus watching another youtube video like there's, i don't know it's just it's real it's tangible there's actual like actionable stuff and it just gets you into such a different mind frame i mean i came away from that trip just like absolutely buzzing it was like an hour drive home and like there was just so much that I just wanted to get in and just attack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That energy, that connection, that human experience, that feeling you guys are sharing and connecting it's with the person. It's, it's so underrated. underrated. And we've, uh, I especially have lost touch with that the last two years, two and a half years of the, all this COVID stuff. So COVID kind of ruined uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Man. And like, yeah. And I like totally... It's one of those, holy crap, I didn't appreciate that until it kind of went away. Yeah. So I, I feel you there. So the personal brand thing and building an audience and putting time into organic social, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to take the mic for a second and jam on some, some updates and my thoughts. Um, I, a few episodes ago, I mentioned that one head of growth opportunity for that brand. They had, you know, they did a couple billion in revenue. They raised some money and they were like wanting to go like hard and they just wanted to grow and hyper scale all this stuff and kind of been talking with the one of the co-founders and so far no official offer no official not offer yet so that one's kind of open-ended um but that led me uh, i was having that conversation and uh a couple horrible puns incoming (laughs) i shit you not i was literally sitting on the toilet and I was like, I have to, like, I'm just going to post something on Twitter. Like, I'm just going to tweet, like, a quick little thread of what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And, like, I should talk, try to talk to some more people. Like, I'm sure I'll, I'll get, like, two or three other people to talk to. Within, within two hours, I had six new leads. Within 24 hours of that thread, I had 10 or 11 leads. Nicely done, man. And so that wasn't even like a viral thread. I oh. literally threw it together on my phone, literally on the toilet. <laughs> like, that's like, I was just like, ah, okay. And then I'm like, cool. And some some of the opportunities were like directly like on point, like head of growth at these brands. Some were director of marketing or director of e-commerce, or I, I tried to get 
pitch some like SaaS tools or like related like things mm -hmm. in the D2C space. Um, so some were good leads, some were great, some were not so great for me. So uh, I didn't have uh, hour long phone calls with all 11. Uh, some got filtered out, you know, in messages, in emails. Um, some people went away. <laughs> uh, I didn't hear back from them, even though they said DM them. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like that sucks. Mm -hmm. uh, but man, I, what you said earlier about the, the hot girl at the party, uh, I felt, I felt like the, the hot boy on the, the party. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I, 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 it's been three years for me since my last uh, employment. So it's been a little while, not your nine years, but it's been a <laughs> decent amount of time. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I, I don't need this or like to rush into anything. So like, what's the right fit? What am I really looking for? <laughs> and so two, there's two other opportunities that have come to the top, the, uh, next to that, the original one. Uh, one of them is a smaller D2C brand that started out in retail for like the last decade. Hmm. So they've, they've gone opposite of, uh, you know, most d traditional DSC brands. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's really interesting because the website is not the best. The brand is okay, but okay. the product quality is apparently insanely good and customers love it. And it's a big high ticket item. It's a mattress. So it's something that like people use every night yep. <laughs> and they care about, and it's a big thing in people's lives. So it's really, really cool that I am very glad I took that call because my initial thought was, man, this one, I don't know, it's a little small. And like, the, I looked at the website, I'm like, oh, it's on WooCommerce. I'm like, ah, and like, you know, all these like things are like stacking up against it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yellow, reddish, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'll take the call. Like, I'm just, I'm just making connections. I'm meeting people and man, uh, he didn't even hard sell me. He just, this guy was awesome. He just talked to me like, and tr like trusted me. And like, was like, yeah, we've been kind of looking for someone like you to like take out over this brand. And the Google doc you sent over is exactly what we would have done if, if we post this job. Huh. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I wanted something. And so that's a good fit in terms of, uh, skill, role responsibility, how I like think about growth and it's uh, owned, earned, and paid. So, it, you know, like it's not just, let's just run up Facebook ads. So there's a lot of opportunity with the brand still. The floor is much higher because uh, they have so much experience with retail already. So mm -hmm. while the website is not so great and they're still relatively small on the website side, D2C and revenue, I there's a lot there. There's a lot of levers to pull. There's a lot of, I get to, I would be able to like move it over to Shopify yeah. and like watch that re and monitor that website rebuild and guide that process, pick the apps, like really kind of just like step in and play entrepreneur yeah. as an employee kind of role and do what I want. And I mean, so that was kind of going to be my question. Like, do, do you feel like, yeah, there's a lot that you can sort of step in and just immediately like levers you can pull to just start driving into the direction you think it should go? Yeah, and I still, uh, at the uh, as of this time, haven't gotten even access to the uh, back end and the accounts yet. So I don't even have any real data to go off of. But purely just knowing they have never done email, 
They have never done any landing pages. They've never done any uh, CRO. Mm-hmm. We're going to move them to Shopify. Uh, it's a must. <laughs> there, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot to be done there. And there's a lot of learnings. And I'm sure to learn from the retail store that, uh, and from, cause that is doing well in, in, in terms of revenue. So there's a lot of like outside looking in, there's seemingly a lot of levers to pull some low hanging fruit and they've only done Facebook ads and Google ads to this, like to that, uh, low seven figure mark. Sure. So there's, there's a lot of wiggle room and success is not hyper growth in this huge number, like the first opportunity it's yeah. like, Hey, improve a little bit. And that's great. And I'm like, yeah. wow, that's, that sounds good. That's like my first in-house opportunity. Sounds like a great, you know, fit of all these opportunities and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So that, that one is like, I believe still the front runner, but the second one, the second one I I just told you about, I barely told you about before we got on, um, they're an eight figure brand. They've been around for a while. Mm -hmm. They're in the, uh, accessories of a popular Apple product (laughs) is, is all, is all I'll say. Um, I may know a little bit more, but I'm, I'm going to keep stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's amazing uh, culture, amazing people there. Uh, the guy I talked to, it was like, whoa, this is great. I don't he feel like I could actually have a boss. Um, like they, on average, work 30 hours a week and they own 100% of the company and there's no That's investors and insane growth targets. Um, they still have some leverage to pull too. There's, they've never done a landing page <laughs> and, but they're in multiple, you know, eight figures and above. So, yeah. uh, and he, this guy feels like he's like a bottleneck to their growth as the co-founder and CMO. Yeah. And so they have, they have some team members, some freelancers, some agencies in place. So I'd be kind of, a the main, one of the cogs in the machine. <sighs> and so it's still a, an amazing opportunity. The, the comp is probably similar to the, the other brand. Not as high as a startup, but not as up as much upside. Probably like no equity. Mm-hmm. I'm just like a gun for hire uh, to just come in and like be a big cog in the machine. So three pretty cool opportunities. No oh, official shit. offers yet. No, all very good opportunities. But no, no. It, was, it was just really just gonna say like they are they're all very different industries, very different sizes, very different. You know, as much as like it's it's head of growth for each one. Equally very, very different. It's, it's funny. It's kind of taking me back to like the conversation we had last week of like, you know, allocating those points. And you're almost looking at like all three of these brands. And again, like you're saying, like some have done no CROs. They've done nothing in the way of like landing pages. This one has, but they haven't done this. Like there's, there's ways that you can kind of move things and shift things around. And like the brands are in very different places. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's so product and brand and vertical specific, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. So that, that point allocation exercise is, is fun. Um, so I've been talking um, with myself and talking with <laughs> one of my one of my good friends who is also a head of growth and um, just talking through the these opportunities. I've been updating him. Oh, this one sounds good. Oh, this one sounds better. Like, oh, this one sounds good too. Uh, and getting all excited, but like, okay, okay, let's calm down and like, like you know, it's talk easy. through it. Try, <laughs> you know, try to like no official offers yet, but also like let's think through this. And ultimately, it. It comes down to my happiness in the short term. Mm-hmm. If I'm going back to a full-time job, I know I'm not the best at being told what to do. 
So if I'm going to be a cog in the machine, you need I'm... some level of like autonomy to actually run it the way that you deem it. Yep. Exactly, Toph. Thank you for finishing my sentence. And then so the second Sorry, thing, it, <laughs> no, it's perfect. That was that was exactly what I was gonna say. Second thing was autonomy and ownership and upside. So being a gun for hire, being on this team, like yeah, that's a good environment. They seem to care about like things outside of the brand, like my life and my happiness and my health. Yep. That's that's good. That's cool. But the the second opportunity, I get to essentially be an entrepreneur in an employee setting because I'm the first real hire mm. and then I get to hire who I want and and the, the expectations are insanely crazy they're realistic uh, I get to like I get to build the machine and the cogs in the machine yeah. <laughs> instead of just being uh, a cog in this already built machine and hopefully I fit mm. and so it, it comes to, it came down to a few things like that. And I really think that that middle opportunity, that second one, is standing out so far. Um, as long as the compensation's decent, which it, we meant, we talked about already. He's like, yep, that's within range. That's all good. Um, performance incentives and equity and upside. That's like, I'm trying to think finally in my life, I'm, you know, old at 28 and a half. I'm, tr I'm trying to think long term. I'm, You're 28 I'm, and a half. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to finally able to like think ahead and think longer than just immediate, like next week, two weeks. And part of that, I'm going to blame me always working for clients. Yeah. Like the last seven years, I've worked at agency for four years, freelance for three years. When you're working across four to seven different projects and brands and businesses, it's what have you done for me the last week? What are we doing this week? And what's next week? And that's your entire life, right? Mm -hmm. And so I've had a hard time stepping away from that and getting out of that cycle and that stuckness. Yep. So I have had much less work the last few months with all uh, the things I've been going through this year and just been having more time and space, a couple consulting things here and there, doing the podcast with sponsorships, you know, and I've had more time and space. I'm like, I want to like do one thing. I want to do one brand for the first time, mm -hmm. like ever. Yeah. See how that goes for the next two or three years minimum. Yeah. And when I think of those parameters day in and day out, I get obsessive over stuff. I like love, I like it. And like, I enjoy it. I'm curious. I'm going to learn a bunch of new stuff, go really deep and have control over all of it. Yeah. And at the same time. So when I'm thinking of leverage, I'm thinking about what's immediately going to make me happy. And it's a consistent paycheck. Yep. It's going to be some benefits. It's going to be some and potential upside mm -hmm. in that autonomy that I've, we've been talking about. And then long term, there was maybe or maybe it's not some mentions of, you know, after you get this brand set up and going, because it's part of a, a, a part of a larger kind of group. group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, we have this other DTC brand or, oh, we can acquire another brand or start what, like think just th them thinking like that already too, is really enticing to me. That ceiling is very, very high. It's off the screen <laughs> being a cog in the machine. Unfortunately, like that ceiling is pretty it's limited. limited. 
And, yeah. and it's not to say that that's wrong for someone else or mm. not right for someone else. But I think being in the position and spot I'm, I am in, I'm trying to think ahead in the longer term. Yeah. And so I think I may crack through that ceiling within two or three years, if not sooner. Mm -hmm. And that's nothing against that brand. That's just the reality of that situation. Yeah. I think it's a great brand. The website's sick. Like they're doing great. The people are awesome. So I think it's really just like the, the fit and the timing and like the time in the market, the, the timing of it, the me coming into it and just like, here's the reins. Like, let us know how much you want to spend on stuff and we'll get you a budget and we'll work on it and then go do it. Like, oh man. So uh, that's just kind of what I've been thinking through. That's what I've been talking to people last couple of weeks. Um, that's just what's been on my mind with the head of growth stuff. And so I, I, I'd hope to be able to update everyone in the next week or two, uh, just like you did with the announcement and <laughs> make it official and all that stuff. So yeah. that's just like how I've been thinking about like leverage and career opportunity and upside. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny, man. Yeah. Like just, just listening to like your, your thought process and you even kind of just like break, you say you've been like talking to yourself and talking to a close friend, but I think like even you just hearing you sort of verbally go through it right now of like why it is that that particular one excites you really like above the two others. It, it's, it's interesting to hear your thought process, genuinely. I think it makes a lot of sense and it's, it's funny in some ways it's kind of clarifying actually like what the attraction was with Hutch in some ways. Exactly what you were saying, like, you know, the, initially like the role with Hutch was um, sales lead. Yeah, it was like, come in, build the sales playbook, grill, build the team. And then like, the more we spoke, it was like, this isn't really like just sales. This is, this is growth, like kind of across the board. So it's like, it's a bit of like building the sales team and hiring people and bring that ring and bring that in and, you know, build that playbook and continue to update that and then bring in like a manager to actually run it. And then like, okay, let's, let's run the other aspects of this B2B business as well. And like, yeah, I think that, that is, it's, it's kind of the most attractive bit. Like I get to sort of play the entrepreneur within like this confined boundary to an extent but equally it's just like go figure it out <laughs> yeah Which, it, it's the bit i love and like you say it's it's being focused on one brand as opposed to spread thin across five six seven eight nine ten more <laughs> <laughs> which you're right like you, you're only as much as you're building kind of campaigns and strategizing like over a 12 to 24 month period like very often you are you're so stuck in the weeds of like here's the next six days or maybe like the next 80 if we're looking at Black Friday, but typically like yeah. it's, has this email going out? Is this campaign together? Where's the creatives? Like it's, it's short-term thinking where, yeah, I think both of us, I think strangely kind of got to the same point of like taking a bit of a step back, reappraising like, what do you actually want out of life? What's the end goal? Not just in a six month window, but like in a two, three, four, five, ten year window. Yeah, yep. it's, it's, it's interesting to hear you go through it genuinely. Uh Appreciate that. I was uh, helpful to talk and verbalize it. And as I was talking about it, I was like, oh, man, this is great. Because like, I'm feeling more and more confident. Because right after that call with the with uh, the other brand this morning, I was like, whoa, I didn't expect that to go so well. <laughs> I was like, that kind of threw me threw me for a loop. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, uh, I need to think now. But then I immediately like started writing it down, like texting my friend, not talking to you about it. I'm like, okay, my gut feeling seems to be right and backed with logic and reasoning and long-term thinking. Yeah. So it's just kind of playing a little waiting game next week or so um, and seeing 
the offer comes in um, and then get it going and just like, oh, it's, it'll be, it'll be great to just have that more dialed in focus, that one yeah. thing, like you're saying. Um, so I, I was, I was, I'm hoping that was helpful for other people. Uh, it's not, we're not just here to talk about the latest Facebook ad hack <laughs> and, oh, resend your email campaigns, uh, to the six hours after people that open all this tactical tips and stuff like this is well, you just, this is really what like, <laughs> you should do that. Correct. Uh, <laughs> reset to non-openers. <laughs> That's fun, fun little quick tip, but this is, we're just here to be as transparent and open as ourselves as we can be. And we can't always share all the numbers because now we're working, like probably working for other people and we can't share our own businesses because they're not just our businesses. Right. So it's not just sharing those numbers. It's sharing like what we're thinking about, what we're going through and like how to think about something and why to think of like, think this way. So, um, I hope, hopefully it was helpful. Hopefully people got something out of it and I'm glad you said something. So, uh, that it was good. So I'm looking forward to feedback on this one. Uh, anything to wrap up Tom with, uh, any from today's discussion or are we ready to close out? Not too much of mine, man. Except just genuinely, I wish you all the best and seriously keeps posted. Yes. Yeah, you bet. I will. Uh, everyone else. Thanks so much for tuning in. This was episode five. I can't believe it's been five weeks of this already. <laughs> um, we're finally going to launch it and you're going to hear that and be like, what? It's a, I'm listening to episode five. It's not going to make any sense, but <laughs> we're going to get it out. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, go leave a rating and review on your Spotify, on Apple. Uh, we're going to be on YouTube eventually. So if you're watching on YouTube, uh, check that out, like subscribe, D DM us on Twitter, all that, all those fun stuff. Let us know. <laughs> thanks so much. Really appreciate y'all. And we'll uh, catch you next week. Thanks, man.